Is it possible at all to take back a historic symbol such as the raven totem flag that I spoke about in my last video, an ancient symbol of an animist kind of community that's predicated on kinship between humans and another species? Well, I'm gonna try. <laughs> And uh, that is what this video is about. It introduces this new raven flag as an attempt to create a contemporary symbol of this kinship. This is an attempt to build on the knowledge that I researched and that I presented in an online article and a video on the raven symbol as a totem. Uh, I launched this dialoguing with this ancient uh, totemism as a way of renewing uh, our sense of community in an ecocentric direction. Let us try to think community based on kinship with cohabitants of the land, because our current notions of community have been kind of battered, uh, primarily through this historical flipping traffic accident of human self-understanding called nationalism that just tend to involve, evolve into different kinds of bigotry. Uh, I think the difference uh, might be that nationalisms focus on being passively defined by something that's very abstract inside us, a race, a culture, or something like denomination-ness or being white or something like that. Totemism is an active way of building community, reaching out towards something other and something very concrete in building community. So this is very much not a, not a nationalist or racial, racial symbol. Raven is kin to many different peoples. You'll find raven myths in like South America or in the Abrahamic religion, Judaism, Christianity, Christ, Islam uh, have these very beautiful raven myths. So, um, so it would be a complete misunderstanding to see this as just this kind of limited ethno-nationalist symbol. In the last video, I explained how we can see specific Iron and Viking Age archaeology as a raven totem that's part of this trans-ethnic raven motif that you find among a lot of peoples around the Northern Hemisphere. For instance, in these uh, Iron Age uh, brooches uh, from Scandinavia, we see the core totemic uh, motif, which is the human inner nature of raven, similarly to what you find among, for instance, uh, First Nations North Americans, where you, who have these raven masks that have human faces inside. And this is totemism the human inside the raven, but also the raven inside the human. The human member of a totem clan is a descendant of raven, so he has something raven inside him somehow. And this connectedness, it means exactly what it looks like. It means connectedness. Uh, and from our perspective today, it is uh, very meaningful to dialogue with this ancient symbol uh, in a way where we hear in it uh, a call to a community based on this connectedness kinship with other than human beings. Human community inscribed in a wider community of beings, a less anthropocentric kind of community, one that doesn't sever us from nature. Um, and in fact, this whole distinction between nature and culture is a pretty weird modern idiosyncrasy that doesn't make pretty much any sense to any people anywhere. But yeah, so I developed this design as part of my work with Nordic animism, this attempt to understand the processes where our animist kinship ties with the world has historically been rejected. Um, and this design of the raven flag is based on Iron Age and Viking Age archaeology from Scandinavia and England, uh, and it's available now. So you can start using the raven flag if you want. You can uh, put it on a flagpole outside your house if you want, or you can put it on a stick and bring it to a rock concert or 
when you are protesting together with a native group whose land rights are being violated by some evil-ass fracking company close to where you live, then you can bring your own flag of kinship and respectful relation with, uh, between uh, humanity and, and nature. This design has been uh, given shape in collaboration between myself, uh, the designer Avon Nielsen, the uh, textile expert Eva M.M. Engelhardt, my old friend, the amazing tattooist Ufa Behrendt from Genungagop Art. Uh, it's a design that emphasizes the totemic aspect of Raven, uh, with the mask here in the middle. This mask signals a human-raven mixing, the human face inside Raven. And with this emphasis on the mask, we reclaim the specifically totemic meaning of the symbol. The, uh, the Raven totem is a super important symbol, symbol of humanity in kinship tie with nature. And we can take it back if we start using it in accordance with these meanings that are the deepest, I would say. Uh, of course, there are other meanings. Symbol, symbols have many meanings. Uh, and uh, if used in a war in the Viking Age, then the Raven standard could have meant, you know, we're going to kill you and the Raven's going to eat your rotting corpses and all that. Um, but as I also mentioned in the last video, Community symbols uh, are, of course, militant when, the, when this community is using them in a war. If you carry any flag into a war, then it becomes a militant as a function of that social situation. And that is the social situations where history recorded. So uh, it's probably a little bit too prominent in the source material uh, uh, where we read about this symbol. So uh, there's this mask in the middle, the middle, the totemic nature of Raven as human inside. Parts of the design are inspired by archaeology, the head, the shape of the tail, the interlacing in the back. Uh, the mask is inspired by some of these fibulae or brooches where you find these interlacing masks inside the Raven. Uh, but its shape is uh, inspired by a specific find, which is uh, that kind of mask. But on a runestone, it's the beautiful Aarhus mask. Um, I'm not going to scholarly debates about exactly what this mask represents. To me, the important thing is the basic one, and that is that it's a humanoid mask. It makes the raven Hugin and Munin, in a sense. Thought and memory, the human inner nature of the Nordic raven. The wings are inspired by the well-known uh, York raven penny, which um, some scholars believe to represent the raven flag. Uh, this coin was minted by an Anglo-Viking king, Olaver uh, Guthrisson, who uh, claimed to descend from Ivar the Boneless, the son of the legendary Ragnar Lothbrok. And this detail is important because the legend associates the raven flag specifically with Ragnar Lothbrok. So whether Olaf was actually his descendant or, or not is a little bit less important. The fact that he claims this descent makes it likely that he would use the raven as a crest. Hence that this very stylized bird does it in fact represent a raven and not an eagle or a magpie or I don't know, a parrot or something. Um, and uh, as mentioned, this is a raven mythology that's very transnational. It's linked to many different groups, uh, not just in Europe, uh, but all around the, uh, the region uh, below the, the Arctic Circle. In Northern Europe, there's connection to specific groups among the Swedes, specific groups among the Danes, Norwegians, um, English groups particularly. Uh, you see it in Germanic and Frankish archaeology from the Merovingian age. And there's loads of raven mythology that I haven't even started looking at. Middle Eastern, Greco-Roman, Celtic, you know, probably also Slavic. Um, and uh, there are old English royal genealogies that link uh, early English dynasties to Odin or Woden, 
uh, like it's also the case in Scandinavia, uh, Denmark and Norway, for instance. So the point here is that perhaps part of our culture or community is comparable to the Haida, the Kwakwakiwaka, uh, in the way that perhaps we have Raven clan in our culture somehow. And we can take this back and create a kind of community that includes and honors this kinship and interdependence with nature. The raven is a Nordic, but also trans-ethnic symbol of this community that includes ties to nature. So let us take up this old symbol and bring it back to its original meaning. Um, speaking to Norwegian musician Einar Selvik, uh, who at the time was working on his album, uh, album called White Raven or Kvidraven, he made me aware uh, of a Native American prophecy from the Yupik that when the white raven returns, then a new spirituality will wake among humans. And in fact, the Kalahli Inuit from Greenland have a saying called which means when ravens turn white, meaning something impossible happens, uh, because ravens are black. Uh, but I think this is the hour, because we need the impossible to happen. The populations of the world urgently need to refine their spiritual kinship with nature if we are to avert cataclysm. And we need this to happen now. I think this is the hour where the white raven returns. I think this is the hour where we raise the raven flag again, the flag of our ancestors, the flag of Ragnar Lothbrok, of the Skildings and of the Saxons, because the world is in distress, is dying, and the reason is that we have betrayed or broken those bonds of kinship that this flag symbolizes, and we urgently need to remake them. So this is the hour where we hear the call of Raven to refine that kinship with the world that will enable us to steer away from the Ragnarok that is ahead of us. This is the time for us to listen again to Raven's voice, the voice of our traditional knowledge that tells us to reclaim contact with ancestral wisdom and practice, the voice of the trickster that kindles the genius and the playfulness that we need to navigate the round the rock in front of us, the voice that tells us that we are part of this world, we're dependent on it, that urges us to remake the bond, uh, the broken bond that, that, that caused the ongoing collapse of this world. This totemism is here, here in our heritage. It's ours. We can take it back. We urgently need to reforge forge this kinship relation that this ancient, but newborn, newly forged totem flag represents. We're facing multiple collapses. Biodiversity, climate change, water, carbon fuel, insects, bees, plastic in the seas, topsoil erosion, rising fascism, social media information bubbles and mirror cabinets creating polarization, capitalism transforming into cartel feudalism run by Wall Street gangsters, and I could go on. We must reclaim those rejected kinds of kinship and custodianship of the world that is inherent in our traditional knowledge. So let us raise the raven flag again, brothers and sisters of all nations and colors, and siblings who don't identify as neither brothers nor sisters, let us raise the raven flag and recall and recreate the kinds of community that ties humanity into responsible uh, kinship with the world. Let us raise this flag which hails a new and old kind of community where the kinship bonds between humans and other uh, beings are, are being remade. Only by forging relation, remaking these broken kinship ties, can we face or perhaps avoid the Ragnarok in front of us. It is with this ancient totem that we undertake the world of healing our broken world.